This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is hard sometimes, and there are many pathways in navigating the inevitable ups and downs of life. In riding these waves, I look to my yoga practice and also therapy. We all go through tough times like big life changes, periods of instability, conflict, or loss. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist entirely online, which is very convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Take the questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And if it's not the right match for you, no worries. You can change your therapist for no additional charge. Sometimes getting started in therapy is the hardest part. To make it a little bit easier, go to the link provided in the show notes or go to visit betterhelp.com slash yoga and podcast today to get 10% off your first month. Hey friends, and welcome to the first episode of season three. And before we begin, I want to give a big warm shout out to our newest patron. She signed up during the podcast break, and I am so grateful to her, Cheryl Cox. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your generous support of the show. I really appreciate you. And if you too are interested in getting your very own shout out on the show, plus live virtual yin yoga taught by yours truly and many other perks, please consider joining our patron monthly membership. Cancel at any time. You can check it out at patreon.com forward slash Ashley Weber yoga. The link is also in the show notes. Now I hope you enjoy this upcoming episode. Welcome, friends, to the Yoga and Podcast. This show highlights the science and brings the magic of yoga and mind-body practices down to earth for the everyday real person to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Ashley Weber, a yoga and embodiment teacher and forever student who is oh so curious about all things yoga and. On today's episode, we will explore yoga and sister circles with the co-owners of Bright Yoga Space based out of Australia, Kylie Bertu and Emily Rose. We had a delightful time chatting about yoga and sacred connection, and I really appreciate them sharing their wisdom. And I am so excited to share with you this conversation. So let's sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode, y'all. Joining us on today's episode are co-owners of Bright Yoga Space in the Alpine Valleys of Bright in Victoria, Australia. They are yoga teachers and sacred space holders, Kylie Bertu and Emily Rose. Hey, Kylie and Emily. Hello. Hello. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm so (laughs) glad you're here. How are y'all today? Mm, Good, good, good. Good. We've, yes. uh, it's it's morning here, so we've been up and about and getting children ready and having business meetings, and it's all been happening. Cool, <laughs> cool. Like the day has well and truly begun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's night over here, and I'm glad I got the time zone thing right. So um, here we are. Would Show you, us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have it together, <laughs> right? 
Uh, would you both like to introduce yourself just a little bit more? Tell us who you are and what you're about in the world of yoga. Would you like to go first, Em? Sure. Uh, so as you, yeah, as you said, my name is Emily. I'm one half of Bright Yoga Space, um, which is a business, a collaborative, collaborative business that we created in April 2020, just as the pandemic hit. And I have been teaching yoga for around eight years, practicing for a couple of decades, kind of found yoga in my teenage years, luckily. And uh, I also teach mindfulness meditation as well as yoga. Um, taught it alongside different careers in, in um, different kind of guises at different times and then moved to the country. So I initially came from the UK to Melbourne and then moved from Melbourne to the country in Victoria, to the beautiful mountains and, and met Kylie. We taught some retreats and some workshops and things together and really bonded and became good friends and then uh, decided to, to create this business together as partners. So, yeah, very grateful to be here. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I'm Kylie. Uh, and as Em mentioned, the, the other half of Bright Yoga Space. So I have been uh, teaching for about mm, 10 or 11 years. My yoga journey started in my early 20s when I was living in Canada, um, being a ski bum uh, in Whistler. And so I had the privilege an honor of having some great teachers over there and I uh, came back to Australia in 2009 uh, with full intent to go back to Canada <laughs> um, but <clears throat> landed my feet back here excuse me and I started teaching in 2011 just bit by bit and then found my feet a little bit more with it in 2014 so started my own business uh, teaching in the valley and then uh we when em and i met um i was pregnant with my first daughter so i have two beautiful girls four and five year old uh and yeah it was just really serendipitous thanks universe for putting us together we since getting to know each other and becoming beautiful friends we have all these threads that weave back quite a ways where we have crossed paths we feel like many times before actually you know um, bridging the the um, the plane of meeting and and sort of growing our friendship from there. So, um, but yoga changed my life in my early twenties. Been incredibly transformational for me. Um, very powerfully healing, and uh, more so in the more recent years, women's circles. And um, this, I, you know, like many others, it's it's now become my dharma, and so I'm very uh, excited and honored to be here in being a conduit for this work. So thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so exciting. And I can't wait to hear more about the circles, the sister circles, but I'm curious about what was it like starting a business together? And especially what was it like starting during the pandemic? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, it was, it was a beautiful thing and also a very challenging thing. Um, you know, we, when the pandemic hit, we'd both been teaching classes for, you know, sort of gyms and in halls and as various yoga teachers do, you know, you're just sort of teaching where you can, particularly in a small town. And we'd always thought of the idea of, of creating a, a bricks and mortar studio together, but hadn't sort of quite realized been able to realize that and and the pandemic hit and we sort of had the, we felt like we were faced with these choices you know we could either just sit it out and retreat 
and not do anything and and then hope that you know we'd re-emerge at the end of it and and do something carry on as normal <laughs> imagine that's what we all thought in April you know this will just be a little blip and we'll just keep yeah. going um and then the, you know there was the other choice that we could both sort of put our stuff online as everybody was starting to kind of scrabble to do but knowing that we would be offering very similar thing and to very similar people and so we pretty much be competing with each other mm-hmm. um and then the third option was that amidst all of this craziness we would actually build a partnership together and so we kind of joke that you know we took the plunge and we kind of got married and we, <laughs> we did our <laughs> we sort of tied the knot um and we said hey well, you know let's just do this and so we very quickly in probably I think it was even like a week we Mm -hmm. built a website and got ourselves you know a company name registered our company you know our business and and decided that we were going to offer our classes on zoom together so we would share the load and and what that did I think you know you we talk about collaboration and sisterhood was it actually meant that we were able to support each other at a time when you know we're we're teaching our kids at home and dealing with all everything that goes along with all of the change that was happening in the world we were actually able to you know to really support each other and to inspire each other as well and to check in um, and keep each other accountable not only for you know the work that we're doing but also keep each other accountable for things like resting and looking after yourself too um so out of a really tricky situation you know something beautiful blossomed I think we used that language a lot when we were first starting out yeah I was just going to add it's certainly been an incredibly challenging few years but you know we were reflecting on this um with a with a biz coaching group that we've been a part of this morning actually and just the sheer um you know affirmation and of of the resilience of what it takes to run a business i mean in normal times it's it's a lot and being an entrepreneur and mumpreneur as it as it would be when you're wearing all of the hats it's a lot and so we feel like you know there's this um we've sort of made it through this really challenging time and and it's a it's a wonderful opportunity now to really see things flourish since we're seeing some sort of sense of normalcy come back into into life so to speak so uh yeah but there's so much more to come which we're really excited about so yeah because since since the pandemic we've also you know since opened an actual studio as well in our town so we have our online space that we grew because of the pandemic but out of that we then had that foundation to say actually we can we can do this together and mm-hmm. we when things started to open up um just over a year ago we opened a bricks and mortar studio too yeah mm-hmm. and i'll just add as well that one of the things that our business coach says to us is that your yo- your business is your yoga mm-hmm. and so we've had so much transformation and been able to put so much of the yoga teachings into practice through the journey of building a partnership together as well which is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and running a business um with a feminine mindset you know we often have meetings around our our cycles and we often have you know we'll often structure tasks 
running the business around you know how how we're feeling rather than you know sometimes obviously there's structure and there's deadlines so there's a little bit of shiva in there but there's a whole lot of shakti in there as well which is a really amazing and a very empowering way to run a business and that i think is feeding into all of our offerings you know in an energetic way as well and that's very much you know that resonance of the teachings of yoga coming forward too so it's been great that is great. That's a great perk of working with another feminine person is um, just that awareness of, hey, the cycles. And so you touched mm-hmm. a little bit on sisterhood. And could you could you elaborate more on what does sisterhood mean to you, um, especially like within this partnership y'all are in? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the personally for me, I've I've had a pretty not so great history of of experiences with other girls growing up as a teenager and other women. And I had this sort of, I don't know that taint is the right word, but uh, I didn't have a, a lot of great experiences with other females in my life. Uh, not until I was in my, in my, until I found yoga uh, and teacher trainings and I started to peel back a lot of layers and journeying through teacher trainings. I think one of the first circles I ever did was at my first teacher training and it was so incredibly powerful and just being in the presence of other women in a non-judgmental way, in a, in a way that is supportive and in a being held in space rather than, um, you know, a dynamic that can happen in other ways. Uh, I started to see the real benefits of sisterhood, the power of sisterhood, you know, with all of the comparing and the competing and the, you know, stripping away the ego side of it. uh, There's this real magic that happens when women see each other as sisters rather than Mm -hmm. you're you're another woman who I need to be, you know, on guard with or compete with or whatever, you know, it, um, all of that falls away when we begin to see each other's as sisters from a heart space rather than an ego space or a preconceived, you know, programmed way, which, you know, unfortunately our heavily masculine encoded and patriarchal society has conditioned us to feel. So uh, that sisterhood, that essence of that becomes very potent for us mm. to feel seen held and supported Mm. Mm. yeah I think just to add to that that you know as you said we do live in a society that has socialized us to be very mass what we call masculine encoded you know very Mm. growth focused and structured and and we can sometimes not even be aware that that's what we're doing until we put ourselves into those intentional spaces where we're celebrating the feminine and celebrating that more feminine energy Mm. and and sisterhood is is for me I guess a celebration of that of actually Mm -hmm. seeing seeing those beautiful qualities in each of us um and that and that doesn't have to be just women either it's actually celebrating that energy in general and, and building that up and, and, and seeing the flow on of that, 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 that will then help us to find more balance in the world, in the way that we live in the world. Yeah. I, I'm, what I'm picking up on is like, it's a friendship, but it's, I got your back kind of friendship. Like you mentioned at the top, um, you were talking about how y'all kind of take care of each other, like make sure you have rest 
Um, you, you have each other's backs in your own business. Uh, you're sensitive to each other's needs. So it's, it's a very beautiful thing. Um, what is a sister circle and could you walk us through one? Mm, sure. So, okay. yeah. So a sister circle is a gathering of women. Generally, we sit in a circle. <laughs> uh, and for us, anyone who is a woman or who identifies as a woman is, is welcome. And so the power of women to coming together in circle in a non-judgmental way. And this is a really key part of it. So when we step into circle, there is a set of understood um, you know, guidelines. The container is set, if you like. Uh, that yeah all judgment is left at the door and there's an opportunity to be seen exactly as you are just showing up authentically as you are to be heard and held in this space and so while it creates an opportunity for you to share it's also this beautiful gift of learning to listen Mm -hmm. and and just you know, it might be something that someone shares about their experiences is the seed of something that lands right in your heart. And you're like, oh, I'm not alone in this. You know, I, you're going through this too. Um, and we straight away get that, that heart connection, you know. And uh, so circles, we generally set an, uh, a welcome, an opening, a set an intention. They're usually set around a theme. Um, often we'll do them on a new moon because that's a very powerful time to set new intentions and women have been gathering in circle since the dawn of time (laughs) and it's actually a sacred act that us in modern western society seem to have lost touch with and so there are so many ancient cultures that continue to do this and respect this and uh you know see see the value in this and honoring that deep feminine in connection and so really we come together we talk we listen we hold space uh and we'll do meditations sometimes we do some exercises for teasing out some deep deep inquiry and uh you know self-exploration um and that's when we can really have some aha moments some very powerful kind of reflective healing moments of because always when we shed light in the shadow that's when you know awareness is the first step we have the choice then to figure out how we're going to use that you know what we find in the shadows and so we do shadow and light work um and you know for us swimming circles can have that can look so many different ways right they can be uh, very, um, I guess, in a, in a sense of really diving into very feminine activities, um, or they can almost be a little mac- a little masculine encoded. You know, they they can be a, a little bit kind of um, corporate suit, shoulder pad wearing sort of bonding sessions. And when I was exploring my journey as a facilitator for women's circles, I really wanted to create an environment where everybody could find a space you know that we could meet in the middle somewhere there that it, w- it wasn't too you know feeling too woo woo or, or esoteric but it was actually not too like full-on and um it it felt really safe and um very inclusive mm. uh and so yeah women's circles are yep women coming together and having a chat but there's so much more than that as well mm. <laughs> yeah Em, did you want to add anything to that? 
Um, I guess my experience with women's circles has been, like you said, Kylie, you know, the first time was really exploring in, in sort of teacher trainings. Although I think my mum took me to a women's circle when I was a teenager. So I had, it was very woo-woo though. <laughs> <laughs> there was holding hands and oh. all sorts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think my my experience, first experience of really coming together in circle was in it was in teacher trainings mm. and and starting to find that um the power of of actually listening to other people's stories mm-hmm. and some of the you know the inquiry work that we do has been has been some of the most the most wisdom I've uncovered mm. in my practice and I think um we can talk about that maybe a little bit in more detail about how you know yoga and circles really support each other but yeah coming together in in a circle it it sort of fills a little missing place I think where you can go to a yoga class and be in your own space and it's a very individual thing in a way even though you might be surrounded by lots of other people but when you come to a circle whether that's a meditation circle or a women's circle whatever it is if there's that opportunity that's really guided in a safe and held way to to share you to put words to you know your experience and have other people hear those words and then to have other people share their story and you have the deep honor of of Mm. listening to it and holding space for them there's something just it actually it actually makes the hairs on my arms stand up when I when I when I talk about it yeah it can be overwhelming to know how to help others during these trying times It seems like every day there's a new disaster catching our attention, and it's hard to keep up and know how to help. The Ukraine still needs our support. The war in the Ukraine has continued, and if you are able, please consider donating to the organization RASM. RASM is providing critical humanitarian war relief and recovery to address the Ukraine's most urgent needs. To support RASM, go to rasmfortheukraine.org. It's spelled R-A-Z-O-M-F-O-R-U-K-R-A-I-N-E dot org. I have provided the link in the show notes. Give what you can. Hey friends, let me tell you about my favorite herbal store, Earth Commons. It's more than an herb shop. They also offer gifts, body care, massage, yoga therapy classes, and more. I highly recommend their mystery herb class. I have learned so much about herbs from this class. One of my favorite things to get at Earth Commons is their bulk medicinal herbs. I like to make it into a tea, and actually right now I'm drinking lemongrass and nettle tea, and it is so delicious. Their herbal tinctures are fantastic. I use them to help with easing tension, anxiety, allergies, and even a sore throat. It's also the perfect place to find gifts for those who are challenging to shop for. They have candles, incense, natural makeup, teas, jewelry, pottery, you name it, they got it. For a limited time, Earth Commons is giving our listeners, that's you guys, 10% off your first order when you use the promo code YOGAAND at checkout. You can find them if you're in the Austin area at 
813 Springdale Road or visit them online at earth-commons.com. It's spelled E-A-R-T-H hyphen C-O-M-M-O-N-S dot com. I'll link all their info in the show notes so you're just one click away. And remember to use promo code yoga and to get 10% off your next order. And we're back. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's that part, bringing that part of community because we can do yoga on our mat in silence and never talk to the person next to us, but then when we're in that circle. So would you want to elaborate more on how yoga supports circles? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, as you said, it's that, it's that connection piece. It's an opportunity for us to, to be seen and heard in a different way. Mm. Um, and the i mean the symbol of the circle is very powerful itself coming together in the symbol of the circle that is this deep connective place this um shape that we can make um you know yoga classes are all very linear often lined up in these kind of structured lines where all the students line up and the teacher is at the front whereas in a circle everybody is seen as an equal everybody is included in that in that continuous connective loop. And that is really powerful. And I think we forget that at some times or we can do with yoga, you know, the teacher's up there and I'm the student here. And, you know, really yoga sees all of us and meets all of us exactly where we're at. And circles really provide that container, um, that deep connection. And obviously, I mean, things like the Svadhyaya, the self-study that circles can really bring out for us you know this niyama of practice of of self-study of reflecting in when we look at those shadow parts of ourselves when we look at those light parts of ourselves and we feel safe to go there in a container that is held really well as in a in a women's circle women the energy of the feminine coming together that's very nurturing this is a feminine quality you know it's a um it's this essence of being held in that space. It's like you're almost being mothered in this experience mm-hmm. um, rather than, you know, what can feel very isolating if we're out here trying to do all this work on our own. And, and you know, I've had some incredibly healing moments in circle and I've done work with therapists and, you know, I've worked through childhood trauma. The yoga for me has, you know, empowered me incredibly in that self-understanding piece and that self-study piece, but also pairing it with the work we've done in circle has been so profound because obviously, you know, the physical side of our yoga practice starts to peel back those layers, starts to peel back and release that physical stuff, the trauma that is, is embedded in our tissues. Mm. Um, And obviously pairing that with the other practices, we're very passionate about all aspects of yoga, the pranayama, the mantra, the mudra, the philosophy. And so for us coming from this tantric hatha yoga lens, we we bring all of that together. And I think in circle, we have this opportunity for, and certainly if you're coming to multiple circles, if you do them monthly, the work can be so deep, yet Mm. it it could be the simplest act of you you simply showing up Mm. and 
something coming out of your mouth because we don't get to speak in yoga classes, but yet we get to open the body. And then if you're pairing that with a regular practice where you're speaking, you're using your voice, so powerful uh, and being seen in that place, you know, uh, you might spend thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars on therapy and not get the same uh, benefit. But it's it's uh, it's just that that simple act might be exactly what is this um, incredibly potent and healing um, shift for you. So, um, you know, while yoga creates this container and offers us tools for supporting ourselves during and in and and alongside what we can uncover in the circles. And that's another way that they can work together so beautifully. I'm talking a lot with my hands for those at home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love to do that, but um, yes, they they can just work together so beautifully in, in, in this uncovering and this peeling back in this safe space. And then yoga providing you the tools to then work with what you find in the shadow on the inside and the outside. Right. Um, and there's this, this saying, as within, so without, and we get to work with that often that what comes, that reflection of what bubbles to the surface from within, and then we get to use our yoga in our life to deal with what's on the outside as well as what's on the inside. Yeah, Anything you want to add, Em? <laughs> oh, no, you said it beautifully. I'm, yeah, just really resonating with what you're saying. And yeah. that idea of, you know, the, the tools of yoga being a way of, of helping to to shift some of that stuff and mm. and the tools of, of mindfulness to help us mm. to be more aware of of mm. all of that you know that stuff that we're that we're bringing up um but then the circle being like that mirror that can then reflect it back to us and 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 that container to hold what what we're processing um mm-hmm. which as you said you know you may have a therapist that might be helping you with that or a dear friend who's helping you with that but many people don't mm-hmm. um, or they don't see the value of it until they come to a circle and then they go ah oh, okay <laughs> now mm-hmm. I'm really seeing yeah the, the, you know what, what's happening for myself because I'm allowed to share it and to listen to to it from mm-hmm. someone else if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah I love that you mentioned it's ancient, like it is an ancient practice. And, um, and I'm, I'm just remembering a sacred circle I was in once and it really, yeah, like I, I forgot about it. And then I was reminded just by y'all mentioning the nurturing part of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does sacred connection mean to you? It's a beautiful question. <laughs> I, th- for me, I think it, um, I think it's coming together in an intentional way Mm. and we can have beautiful connections with people, you know, over a drink or a cup of tea or meeting through some shared activity that we might go to and we can have the deepest connections with people. Um, But apart from when we go to things like weddings or funerals, or, you know, if, if you have a religion, you might, weekly go to church or whatever you do but many people in in our culture have sort of lost that intentional gathering Mm. where we come together and maybe we actually set some intention or we take the time to really presence ourselves Mm -hmm. and and have some you know some guidance around the connection that we're having Mm -hmm. um 
so that we're doing it in a, in a really intentional way. And there's space for both, the space to be in connection in a really sort of, you know, just a, an evolving way um, and a, and a non-structured um, way. But there's also, I think, missing in our lives space for that really intentional uh, connection where we're, where we're really almost devoting ourselves to something a little bit bigger than, than just us. Um, by coming together mm, I love that I'm well put um, yeah absolutely sacred connection I think it really is it, it it's in any kind of as you say an intentional experience certainly for me anything that speaks really deeply to me and I feel it I feel it in all of the layers of me rather than a cognitive experience or mm. you know it's something that I really feel is 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 very deeply seated in the layers, I feel it in my heart, I feel it in my tissues, you know, I might have a, an experience, like you said, you know, goosebumps, you know, hairs raising on your arm, that's, that's sort of this connection of something that resonates quite deeply within you, that is activated or, you know, evoked by the, the connection. Um, and it can become very sacred. And then the, the more you peel back the layers, and the deeper you go, the, the more sacred, the deeper that connection that starts to resonate um, even louder. And it's, um, you know, certainly for me, yoga started as a very physical practice, as I'm sure it has done for many people, but it's become a very sacred practice for me. And as has the, the women's work, this, we call it women's work, this, this, these sister circles coming together and uh, this sacred feminine undercurrent that now weaves through all of it for me and you know just bridging back to the previous question as well there's this correlation of we share a lot of story yeah. in the circles and story is so potent it's like the whispers of of the threads of you know the world's beyond our world so to speak and and there's there's something that speaks to us very deeply when we listen to empowering feminine stories and of course mythology and yoga you know we're listening to to story and myth about Durga or Kali or you know we can't help but feel that energy that that invokes in us and you know when we look to the the goddesses of all types from all over the world these these stories of the feminine the sacred feminine coming through we we start to see that lens we, we start to see through the lens of recognizing those qualities within us and I think that is something that is so incredibly powerful for us as women and as Emily bridged on earlier you know we this opportunity of of raising the feminine so to speak by doing this work um is is a very sacred act and it's not that we want to overpower the masculine we want to restore balance <laughs> and doing this work is working to restore that balance and that is a sacred act in itself so and actually sorry just reflecting on what you were saying then like I I think anything could become a sacred connection when you bring intentionality to it and it could be that you know, I love music and you might be going to watch some music, some live music with people. And if you just take a moment to actually really mm -hmm. be present with where you are and the people around you, and you just even take a few seconds to kind of really feel that, then mm -hmm. that, 
that in itself can be a sacred connection. And I think I've also had moments where, you know, you've had a conversation with somebody or you're, you know, you're, you're talking about something you're really passionate about. You might just be walking together and then you'll actually turn to each other and just be like, oh, wow, I just got goosebumps. Like that was, that really, you know, touched my heart. And when you take that moment to acknowledge those little moments, Mm. rather than just being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that becomes really sacred. Mm. I love something something about the act of just just acknowledging the and presencing with Mm. somebody else. And that, yeah, that becomes really sacred. And obviously there's sacred connection to the land too. I mean, yes. you know, we, we get yes. to work with an incredible Indigenous woman in our community and she's doing lots of work to grow awareness mm. of, you know, Indigenous culture and, you know, having, we are blessed to be on Tangarang and Dudroa land here with respect to the White Matang and the Waiwuru peoples of, in our Northeast region of, of you know, we live in Brighton, um, surrounding areas of Northeast Victoria and, we have such an incredible, we live in such a beautiful part of the world. We're so lucky that the land feels very sacred for us here. And, you know, we live at the bottom of the mountain called Mount Buffalo and there's something really magical about that mm. place. And, you know, this is the essence of Shakti. It's it's the essence of, you know, Shakti manifesting in 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 real form that is nature right and we are a part of nature and so there's sacred connection happening in moments in nature around us and this is that you know that thread that keeps drawing us back to uh you know yes we can connect as beings and people but also this sacred connection remembering that we are a part of something much greater than this this container of our body you know that is is very sacred connection Mm. (laughs) um one of our teachers called it like your sack of meat. Yes, your meat sack. <laughs> your meat sack. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I love. I love these. I love these answers. Um, where could you tell us more about like your upcoming? I know you do yoga and art retreats. What What other offerings do y'all have? What offerings might you have coming up? Uh, yeah. So we have a. Uh, we have a yoga and art retreat coming up in July. Um, That's actually facilitated with my beautiful mother, who's been an artist for 50 years. And so we, we do some watercolor uh, workshops with her and then we do some yoga and meditation uh, with her and her guests as well. And the act of creative flow. And so bringing in creative flow with the watercolor workshops is, is a beautiful, um, very feminine act, uh, just allowing permission to be in creative flow. And so we've also done some collaborative uh, circles as well with a local ceramicist. So making pieces of clay with our circle being themed earth for, you know, the season of autumn and returning to the earth. And so we created these um little sacred little dishes you know handmade so that was a really beautiful thing and we'll be doing more with with her in the future um we have a multi-day uh five-day spring retreat coming up which is co-facilitated by the uh the local indigenous lady lee catch who i mentioned earlier so she's going to do a beautiful um indigenous aboriginal art workshop for us and a connection to country and a practice called didiri which will be very special uh, and we're very honored to have her come along and so we'll be having 
her as a guest on our upcoming podcast as well. So we're really excited to learn from her and honored to learn from her. Uh, and we have um, multiple workshops happening in our in our in-person studio in 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 Bright in Victoria, Lovely. as well as our weekly yoga classes. Uh, yoga meditation um, we offer breath work um, as well but our you know one of our heart projects our absolute kind of you know passion projects is our online yoga space it's called the sanctuary so uh, we we have multiple we have hundreds of videos in there um, of all different offerings of yoga and uh, that is something that we can, will continue to grow and pour our hearts into. Uh, and so anyone globally can, can um, subscribe to that, that membership. And that's a monthly membership um, where we offer you new classes each week and really take you on a journey with our monthly theme. And that's supplemented by a beautiful local lady who's an astrologer. She's helping us. Um, feed her beautiful writings into there as well and you know we offer asana and mantra mudra pranayama philosophy in there so all very uh tantric hatha yoga focused yeah em is there anything else i've left out anything you want to share the mindfulness um, workshops yeah i mean I, and... i'm I, I trained with a uh, with american mindfulness teachers tara brock and jack cornfield and i i share mindfulness courses online and in person and and um through one-on-one -on -one work as well so yeah it's a big a big passion of mine is teaching people to meditate um, and also you know as Kylie touched on with our online studio it's really really what we're about is is providing yoga that kind of meets you where you are there's so much to yoga and if you know we do teach physical practice and, and physical um, asana focused classes because we do believe that that you, you know using the body being embodied is, is so important but there are also it we're really really passionate about making yoga as inclusive and accessible as possible and so offering you know seated meditations and seated movement and pranayama and and philosophy to take off your mat as well is, is really important Mm. and we we will be weaving in more of the women's work too so you know we'll be bringing that into our online sanctuary as well but also um where i'm looking to create an online course for women's work so that's in the pipe works we'll be excited to bring that to the surface um and doing more more work with this online and and the weaving of the gifts of yoga into the women's work yeah. uh so very excited about that yeah yeah that's exciting so um could you share with us the website the the handles and then are you you're, you're starting a podcast what is the name of the podcast the podcast is called bright fierce hearts oh nice yeah name. And it actually launches on the 1st of May. So yeah, we'll be, we'll be sort of just mainly chats with the two, the two of us having um, some, some conversations and we'll also have uh, some guests that, that already work with us uh, as well as some practices. So we are really mm. keen to share practices via that, that um, channel as well. Um, the, um, yeah. The, the trailer's up. 
You can go and subscribe. You can subscribe <laughs> already. So that's cool. We'll be meeting yeah. you in the podcast world. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, and we're also just about to launch as well, like a 21-day challenge or, um, or a sadhana, if you like, as part of our sanctuary, which is uh, a way to kind of, you know, sort of kickstart your practice. And it's called Yoga Meets You in 21 Days. Mm-hmm. So it's really about you finding your own journey and your why um uh your you know your real your intention for your practice because that's going to be unique to to each person Mm. and there's so many different offerings in yoga as you said there's so many different practices so how you know peeling back the lens of what the 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 pre-programmed perception might be of oh i have to be on my mat for an hour for my yoga to you know, be a valid practice or whatever. So in our sanctuary, we offer practices anywhere from five minutes to 90 minutes. You know, you can choose by time frame, you can choose by, you know, the difficulty of a class or or whatever, you know. And so this sadhana is really designed for you to see how you can bring these tools of yoga in their myriad of offerings to really meet you and, and have it be very potent for you in your life in your body today so nice. yeah and then which will shift from time to time it will Love it that. always does yeah. <laughs> and the website yeah. is uh, it's www.brightyogaspace.com great and you can find us on instagram at bright yoga space awesome. same with facebook yeah well, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Emily and Kylie. This has been such <laughs> an awesome conversation and I hope to have you back on in the future. Oh, Thank you so much for Ashley. having us. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> it's you, been listeners. a pleasure. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode all about yoga and sister circles with the knowledgeable Emily Rose and Kylie Bertu. Be sure to connect with both Emily and Kylie and Bright Yoga Space. All their info is linked in the show notes, so you're just one click away from connecting with them, and I I highly recommend that you do. Let us know how you like the show. We love hearing from you. Please email us at yogaandpodcast at gmail.com. The and is spelled out Y-O-G-A-A-N-D podcast at gmail. Please follow us on Instagram at yogaandpodcast. If you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you could rate and review. And while you're at it, please, all the other podcasts you like, rate and review them as well. It really helps us in the podcasting world to uh, stretch out to a wider audience. Uh, So we really appreciate that. And I appreciate it so much. If you want some podcast stickers, just shoot me an email. Say that you uh, reviewed the show and I'll, I'll send you some snail mail as a thank you. See you next time.